Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we got a very special guest with us is Brady Lucas. Um, went to high school with Gavin and I, um, but just a real quick uh, brief background um, on Brady, and I know he'll be able to go a lot more in detail. Um, Brady's a Penn State alumni, majored in biobehavioral uh, bio health, if I get that, got that correct. Um, currently, you're still going for your master's there, right, in education. Um, Brady is also currently uh, your huge Four Diamonds advocate, right? Um, Co-founder of the Brady Lucas Golf Outing, which has, I think, since its origin, raised over $300,000. Um, and that's, I'll let you talk a little bit more about where that money's gone and everything. Um, and Brady himself also is a two-time cancer survivor. Um, and, you know, just a hell of an individual growing up with him. Um, just a, a great dude, always has been. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll just kind of let Brady jump in here and kind of give us a little bit of his backstory and everything and feel free to talk about whatever, man. Yeah, of course. No, well, thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. And I appreciate what you guys are doing too. I mean, you know, picking up a hobby like this during the times, I think it's especially very important for us all to connect on different levels. Um, you know, whether that's, you know, we have so many similarities in the world, um, regardless of, you know, what we look like, what we're, what our backgrounds are, you know, any single way um, that I think it's, it's very important for all of us to do this and just, you know, discuss. So, you know, this is exciting that you guys are doing this and exciting that you're you know, keeping yourself sane through this. Um, but yeah, I'll give a little bit of my background and then, you know, like I said, feel free to shoot for different questions, whatever you feel. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so as you guys said, um, we were lucky enough to go to high school together, which was, you know, many, many years ago, it seems like at this point, <laughs> although it wasn't even that, that long ago. Um, but when I was younger, I was diagnosed with leukemia at age eight. Um, so I went through treatment for about just, a, just under three and a half years um, at Penn State Children's Hospital. It used to just be the Milton S. Hershey Medical Center, um, which is, I think, really cool what we're up to now um you know the other day we were announced as one of the top for the 10th straight year ranked as one of the top children's hospitals in the country wow. um what's really cool about that is the, ch the children's hospital used to be one floor of the main hospital when i was being treated both times um and now it's we're ranked 38th in pediatric cancer in the country um which is yeah is insane we went up 10 That's spots crazy. last year um which Just is last really year Yes, yeah, yeah. So we went from 48th to 38th for um, this year, and it was just announced a couple of days ago. Um, but anyway, so I went through that treatment for um, just under three years, um, and then was in the clear for a little bit, and then unfortunately came back at age 14, my freshman year of high school. Um, but I was very, very fortunate to have my younger brother, um, who actually donated bone marrow. So um, you know that plays a lot into what my future career path became and kind of what I decided to give back in different ways um, was through bone marrow transplant, stem cell transplants. And we'll talk a little bit about that um, professionally and personally once I got to college. Um, but yeah, so I had my bone marrow transplant February 2nd, 2011, um, which due to contrary belief isn't actually uh, for the individual that receives, isn't a surgery or anything. All it is is like a blood transfusion. Um, so it's, it's really cool that, um, you know, my little brother went in at age 10 years old and got this done. Um, and then by the time, though, 
this like the bear was filtered he actually was in the room watching it going into me to essentially save my life um yeah which is pretty wild uh so from there i obviously am doing well now i had i'm coming up with my 10 year um anniversary this coming february which is a huge milestone um in some ways they say that's you're cured in a way but i don't really know the logisticalities but if i am cured everybody in the world will definitely know about that um which will be a very exciting moment for all of us to celebrate um but then moving forward i mean one of my goals always was to give back no matter you know what happened because four diamonds benefit my family so just for those who don't know what four diamonds does um that may be watching is they benefit um all the medical bills and insurances that pick up at penn state children's hospital for childhood cancer no family ever sees a medical bill um the second area is we have a comprehensive support group so there's about 30 care providers that are either partially or fully funded by four diamonds so that's anywhere from music therapy art therapy nutrition um all these different aspects that you know you don't really think about when you're going through treatment but also say the average age of a child diagnosed with cancer is six years old um so you think about their development process we were going to school when we were six years old um but think about just getting pulled out of school and trying to still grow up developmentally appropriate and all those things so a lot of these care providers help with that um and then about 70 to 75 percent of the money right now is going towards research um, so obviously research is going to be what finds the cure to childhood cancer or treatments that aren't as harmful in the body. Um, so currently right now, like I deal with liver problems. Um, I deal with, you know, infertility. I probably will never be out of kids in my life. And that's just from, you know, side effects of chemotherapy. Um, and just other things that come up along the way that are just a little bit different than the normal, normal person in, in the world. Um, but going back to just always wanting to give back. So when I was in the hospital for the first time, um, when I was eight years old, we had this idea um, to have a golf outing. My dad and I were sitting and we thought about, you know, different ways we could give back to Four Diamonds and, you know, raise money in a different way. Um, and the idea was literally formed in, in a hospital room. Um, so we, we started, you know, getting logistics and my dad had put together a ton of different golf outings for his um, company around, uh, around the country for different shows and stuff. Um, so he had a good knowledge and, you know, had a producing event like that. Um, and then from there, you know, we started our own 501c3 corporation and just kind of started, started going. And this year would have been our 13th annual, unfortunately, due to the COVID pandemic, we had to postpone it to next year, um, just because, you know, we can't fundraise for an organization that's helping kids and then alternatively go back and do the complete opposite of what we're trying to yeah. help in a health yeah. aspect. Um, so we're, we just wanted to be very careful this year with that. But um, as Kyle, you said at the beginning, um, in 12 years so far, we've raised it just over $307,000 um, for Four Diamonds mainly. So that's our main beneficiary. But then the past three years, um, so yeah, so we've done three so far. Last year was our third. Um, we granted a Make-A-Wish of a Chip Child in uh, the central Pennsylvania area. So two of the um, young individuals had the chance to go to Disney World. And our third individual that we were granting was actually supposed to go to um, South Bend for a Notre Dame football experience, um, which we never got to hear how that went. Because um, I think it was supposed to happen this it's upcoming fall. Right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> what? Great stuff. You're giving me yeah. chills right now. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the cool part about, you know, different things like that, what we've done, um, you know, with our golf outing, just the 
the different community support that we've had. And, you know, that's just one leg of how I wanted to help out. Um, and it kind of grew my career in philanthropy from there. So I, you know, as you said, Kyle, I went to Penn State. Um, my original goal was to go to school to become a doctor. Um, obviously things changed a little bit and, you know, it switched a little bit along the way. Um, but I was involved in Thon at Penn State and, you know, that really captivated my, my experience of wanting to, you know, participate in philanthropy, but also maybe create a career out of it. Um, so after I graduated college, I did, luckily had the chance to do different various things um, and then got a job with Four Diamonds. So I'm actually the first ever former Four Diamonds beneficiary to work for the organization. Wow. Um, wow. So, yeah, which is really that's cool. Him. That's impressive. Yeah, that's super neat. Holy. Yeah, and, and, and it's, I mean, I think I just say that because it's, it, it's really cool to see how our organization has evolved in the past many years. I mean, you know, 50 years ago, if you had something that I had, you would have, yeah. would have had a death set, like, and especially coming back. So to give you a perspective, when it came back, even in the year 2010, which were, you know, that's 10 years ago. That's, that's a lot, um, yeah. Yeah, to give you an idea, like when it relapsed, I had about a 30 to 50% chance of living. Um, and it went from about 85% the first diagnosis to about a 30 to 50% chance. Um, I was just about to ask, I wanted to ask that. What I can't only imagine how, how more advanced we are with, with health and with the technology that we have nowadays. I feel like it's only going to continuously get better and better and better over the years. And it's people like you that, that are such a huge reason behind it all. I mean, the awareness that you bring, the, the money, the events, the all the planning and devoting your entire life to to helping other people and giving back, it's truly amazing. And I'm sorry, and I don't mean to cut you off in the middle. I want you to keep going, but like I this is on the phone with Kyle before this, and I'm like, we're I'm like, we're getting I can't I couldn't I couldn't sit still. I'm like, we're about to have Brady Lucas. On our, on our podcast like we're about to have Brady Lucas on our podcast there's gonna be statues of you man there's gonna you're gonna dude, you're a legend like uh, like you're I was telling him in 50 70 years there's gonna be a statue of you on Penn State's campus or something like, yeah, yeah. Four, like four diamonds is getting like it's just oh my like oh it's I'm sorry so I didn't mean to cut you off but no I, I mean and I appreciate that a lot and I mean it's the thing I tell people all the time though is like you know I was very fortunate and so a lot of people aren't as fortunate as I was whether that's that they just you know unfortunately lost their battle or you know say they um you know just in another way just like didn't have the physical stamina to do what I'm doing or psychological stamina or you know the disease just took over their body in a different way and had alternative side effects and you know, I, and I think a big thing for me, too, was just the support was always there, whether it was from my family, my friends, you know, peers like all of you guys, um, you know, just the community yeah. was always there. And it's not, and, and that's the big thing, I think, moving forward with anything that we accomplished within Four Diamonds, Childhood Cancer Research, Childhood Cancer Awareness, anything, it's not, it's not going to come from just someone like me. Yeah, maybe I can help create a movement. Um, and get people to want to participate in different things but you know that's the the only way we're going to ever accomplish anything is together and, and that's the biggest thing and Definitely. you know moving forward whether it is 
doing that or doing whatever we can make this world a better place. I think that's the, the biggest thing we all just need to focus on. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, where do we start? I mean, wow. So how long have you been with with Four Diamonds now, working for, for Four Diamonds? Are you still working with them still right now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're currently obviously remote due to the given circumstances right now. Um, but I've, since October of 2018, so I graduated in May of 2018 and then um, graduated, um, or like I said, graduated in May and then was actually working for the athletic department at Penn State for like three months, I think. Um, and I did fundraising, well, fundraising events for them. Um, in an internship capacity, it was one of the coolest things ever. Like yeah. waking up or waking up every morning in my office was in the British Children's Center. It was you know wicked, um, and get it, getting to <laughs> That's go. That's freaking sweet. Yeah, like and see, seeing Beaver Stadium with no one is a in it is one of the coolest experiences in the world. Um, I get the scale, yeah. the sheer scale of it, like yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. But then, um, yeah, so I started in October of 2018, and then. Um, I guess we're coming up almost two years now, so about a year and a half yeah. um, with the organization professionally. Wow. What's a, what's an everyday like basis look for you? You know, obviously now that you said we're, we're working from home and remote now, and I get that. But I mean, even like beforehand, like what's like, you know, what's your, your everyday? Is it different? Like what's your job kind of entail? Yeah, so my, my job is a gift officer. So, um, you know, there's various titles to what I do in the philanthropy fundraising world. Um, some people are development coordinators, some people are major gift officers, just depends the way you classify it. So I'm essentially tasked with raising money for Four Diamonds, like in general through Thon, Mini Thon, or just our general programming. Um, and that's meeting with individual donors of the organization. So a lot of my job when I'm not, working remotely um, is going traveling essentially the East Coast or different areas and meeting with donors and getting them to, you know, whether it's a Penn State alum or whether it's uh, someone that participated in Thon, Mini Thon, um, a parent or just someone that really likes the organization. Yeah. Um, we, also have, we also have grateful families to, you know, people that were like my family that wanted to give back in another way um, that I'll meet with and just share with them, you know, what we're doing, trying to connect them with different programming, um, as well as just, you know, better informing them on how their dollars are making an impact with the organization. Wow. Um, so, you know, a lot of my, my day today now um, is calls and meetings and you know, email and um, just trying to get in front of people. I'm having a lot of conversations like we're having right now, honestly, and just yeah. connecting with people, um, you know, and get, you know, regardless of, you know, we could talk about four diamonds and everything, but it's, it's that relationship aspect that's going to build the re repertoire, um, you know, that I'm a real person that I'm talking to you. It's not, you're giving money to an organization and then all of a sudden, like, like, where does that money go to? Like, you know, we can have this face-to-face -face interactions or those, you know, call interactions that you hear a voice behind where the dollars are going, which, you know, makes it even cooler from my yeah. perspective is that, you know, I can talk to the phone on someone on the phone with someone and just say, you know, people like you and that came before you is the reason why I'm talking to you today. Like it's not, you know, and that's 
the honest truth is yeah. if we didn't have this funding or have these, you know, breakthroughs and treatments and things like that, we wouldn't be anywhere near close to where we are today. That's super powerful to get that interaction, you know, with your experience and what you have been through to be able to, you know, explain that and kind of talk about it and be like, look, seriously, like it, to thank those kind of people that are out there, you know, that are donors and continuous donors and just really want to make an impact in some kind of way. Um, I one sorry, one quick, Cody, one quick question. Um, there's numerous types of cancer. So, I mean, does it go specifically towards, you know, a, do they get to pick where it goes towards a, a certain degree of the cancer or, I mean, yes. does it all goes toward the same research? Yeah, so that's a great question, actually. So the way our organization works, which many organizations are different, depending on obviously what their mission statement is, but um, our sole purpose and mission essentially is to help con is to conquer childhood cancer. So what that means is that anybody under the age of 22, so 21 and below, um, that is diagnosed with childhood cancer at Penn State Children's Hospital, is from the state of Pennsylvania, as well as just receiving their primary care. Um, like primary cancer care at, at Penn State Children's Hospital receives support from us. Um, okay. And that's, you know, medical bills, co-pays, insurance, all that, all those different things um, is where our monies are going to initially. Um, and then the second, like, like I said, um, but actually really what it have, ends up happening is we have an allocation process. So all the monies that are donated go into this giant pot of money. Um, and then everybody at the children's hospital has the opportunity or or the hospital in general or at Penn State University, but it has to, at this point, it has to be from Penn State. Um, they can request funding through Four Diamonds in the circumstance that it's going to help advance either childhood cancer care or childhood cancer research. Um, so say someone would request, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars to do a research experiment on this type of childhood cancer, then oftentimes they're going to get the funding for that. Um, and obviously it has to, you know, we, our allocation process, you know, scientists are looking that, at that and, you know, clinical staff and um, different staff from the Fort Diamonds realm are looking at all these different processes. Um, but it really does, you know, they go line by line with every application request and they're, you know, they're looking really to find unique ways in which they can help, just help better either the experience for not just the patient, but the whole entire family. So, looking at helping siblings and parents and, you know, peers and all these different people that may be affected, um, as well as looking at how we can advance the care for the future um, through these different research experiments and, and all those um, other areas. Wow. Sheesh. Um, Brady, yeah, I don't, so I think uh, before we get out of here, I did have actually uh, one quick question for you. Um, I kind of want to, trying to think how to word this exactly so um obviously you talk about like you know your whole experience with you know everything you went through and how it's shaped your life and you know, even like your career path and everything um do you feel like um i guess without you know like do you think if you never had cancer you'd maybe be like on a completely different career path um and that's part of the question then like this is also maybe even co a completely separate question but also like going through everything that you went through um 
I feel like, cause I, and this might just be my personal like feelings on you. Like I've always felt like you've always been a very positive individual and maybe some of that was more exterior. Maybe there was a lot of like negativity going on that people don't know about, but do you think that like your positive mindset was a huge attribute in the way you've gotten through it and even looking at things now, like keeping you positive and motivated for continuing research and continue advocating and things like that. I know there again, that was two kind of sort of different questions, but if you could kind of touch on those before we get out of here, um, I was just, yeah, of course. No, of course. Yeah. So to answer the first question, I mean, when I was first diagnosed, I was eight years old. So I don't really know my life without it. Um, and that's, I don't, I don't think it's in the aspect of like, I define myself as that. Like, it's almost like I had that experience, but what I define myself is what I did after. So, you know, having the golf outing and, ha- and going to Penn State and doing all the advocacy work and doing what I do now. And, you know, that's definitely, it plays a huge impact in why. Um, and I think it gives a huge you know, inspirational aspect to me and, and self-motivation, because I think self-motivation for every single person, you need to wake up every day and want to do what you're doing. If not, like, you're not going to want to do it, um, which I think is just a general, you know, kind of sounds like common sense, but I think we lose that sometimes. Um, but I mean, I think moving forward with, you know, just everything and, and from that moment, like I said, I don't, I don't know if, how it would be would have been different but I think I still would have done something to help people Um, because even when I was that I mean before I was when I was little I was a very you know just like happy positive person um even at such a young age um but then to answer your second question I was actually I've been I think about this a lot because I think we often I think positive people and, and happy people often get misrepresented um, and what I mean by that is we are very positive on the outside and we're very, you know, motivational and we're, and that doesn't mean that we're not, we don't feel that way on the inside all the time, but the difference between me and someone else is that when I do have negativity happen to me, I can express it internally and get mad real quick, but I get over it real quick. So it's not just, you know, this happens to us and we all get mad. There's not a single person in this world that doesn't get mad and doesn't get frustrated and all that stuff but the difference between a positive and a negative person is a negative person dwells on it and creates a negative experience a positive person gets it finds a way to cope with it and then brings it back around and we get positive yeah and and that's and that's what the number one thing i think for all those people out there especially you know anybody struggling with mental health or all these different you know things that you see i mean especially with social media and everything nowadays, we see positives all the time. Like people don't post the negative things that happen. I mean, they do, but like it's rare compared to positive. So I think, yeah. So I think it is important that we take the time. And like you said, Kyle, you know, I am a very positive outgoing person on the inside, but I'm also not afraid to be vulnerable at times either uh, because that's what makes us a human. And that's what makes us three be able to connect more than probably the positive aspect of things um, moving that. forward. That's great. We could have you on here for hours, Brady. I still got like I, like eight <laughs> things that I want to talk about, but we are the 20 talk. <laughs> no <laughs> worries at all. Well, if you need me back, you want me to come back, just let me know. I would love to you know, follow yeah, up on our conversation. Oh, brother. More than likely. Yeah, definitely. We would definitely enjoy that. 
Paul. Really appreciate it, man. Thank yeah, you I enjoyed this conversation so much, Brady. Thanks for taking time out of your day and hopping on here for a little bit just to give us some background knowledge and information on yourself and kind of get there. So, hey, if we want, if anyone wants to donate or anyone that's watching this or, you know, me and Kyle might would like to pitch in a little something towards um, Four Diamonds and, and cancer research, can you point us in the right direction for that? Yeah, yeah of course. You go to fourdiamonds.org. Um, so very easy, or you can reach out to me on any social media source, um, Brady Lou on Twitter and Instagram, um, as well as just Brady Lucas on Facebook. Feel free to reach out, um, and LinkedIn too. I was going to say um, LinkedIn, same thing. Yeah. Okay. yeah, LinkedIn is Brady C. Lucas, or Brady Christopher okay. Lucas, one of the top things, but just type in Brady Lucas and, you know, point me in the right direction. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out. Thank you so much, Brady. It's awesome. Yeah, have a good day. Yeah, thank you, man. Take care. Have a good one.